0: Good morning, motivators. Today is 30 April 2018. The again partly cloudy skies have given way to a beautiful blue sunshine-filled sky. Mucho sol, compadres. Let me tell you something. Totally awesome. We'll be in the 70s all week. Today we're going to talk about an interesting topic that affects all of us. It can improve our health. We're talking about consumption of a hypocaloric diet. The notion that we're going to consume less calories. We're going to eat less. And establish a new set point for the energy that our body requires in order to function. Because the simple matter is we eat entirely too much in this country. Every friggin' corner is filled with food stores, groceries, and Wawa's, and 7-Eleven's, and friggin' Chick-fil-A's, and McDonald's, and we have a, an overabundance of food coming at us from every angle, food marketing, different brands, different types of food, and at the same time, it is wonderful to have this degree of choice, and this sheer abundance of tasty morsels to put in our body, it is also killing us, all right? There are many chronic diseases that are related to overeating and eating the wrong things. Uh, It's no secret that there are all kinds of preservatives and additives, most notably salt, sugar, fat, which we have become addicted to, all right? And as our waistlines increase and the average body weight has climbed to ridiculous levels, to a state of obesity and morbid obesity, meaning obesity that, level of overweight and obesity that can cause disease, we're doing little about it, all right? So, what do we do? We buy infomercial gadgets, we buy products. We do everything but restrict our dietary intake of calories and exercise, all right? I mean, to be fair, a lot of folks are trying to do that, but it's an uphill battle because the uh, caloric density or the amount of calories stuffed into your average fast food sandwich or even uh, your local eatery down on on the street corner, it's huge. There's a lot of fat, a lot of sugar, a lot of salt that are jammed into these uh, meals that we consume in order to make them taste better in order to make us feel better and essentially so that we buy more, right? So it's obviously time for us to strike a happy balance, a healthy balance, if you will, and make some more sensible choices, realize that this is hurting us every day and we need to do something. So I'll tell you a little story, a personal story in my life, That uh, will drive this point home. Uh, For a time, while my mother-in-law's home was being built, she stayed with us. So she was a great help around the house. She's an awesome person. Let me tell you, Uh, in the mother-in-law business side of things, I hit the freaking jackpot. She is the nicest person. She's smart. She's beautiful. She's caring. And she cooks her ass off. Right. So she stays with us. She's watching the kids, she's helping us clean up, uh, more than doing her part to help. And every night when we got home from, from work and we Mandy and I were working at the office together at that time. We get home around seven thirty, eight o'clock at night. she would have food on the table for us. What would you like to eat? Chicken Tetrazzini? Okay, I'm gonna make that tonight. Aaron would you like what would you like? So basically whatever I wanted we wanted to eat, she would provide and delighted in shopping and cooking, and otherwise making us happy. So in this one particular night, she's like, you know what, I think we're gonna have hamburgers, cheeseburgers tonight. Aaron, how many would you like? Three or four? I said to myself, she's text messaging me this, I said, three or friggin' four? What the hell am I some damn pig? Right? And the truth of the matter is that I am kind of a pig. Ever since I was a teenager, I've had this voracious appetite, and I wanted to be big, I wanted to be like my dad, I wanted to be like movie hero, movie action movie heroes like Arnold Schwarzenegger, I wanted to be just like him, I wanted to work my muscles, and be very large and in charge, you know what I'm saying, these Green Berets, what a fraud bag, you know, what are they doing here, him, the friggin' Austrian oak, uh... Stallone, Chuck Norris, all these guys, big, muscular, powerful, able to fend off your enemies with one stroke of the friggin' arm, you know, to kick ass and take names, this is what I've been training for my entire life to do, to be like an alpha male, so to this day, listen, I'll kick your fucking ass, man, don't mess around, alright, I don't know karate, But I know crazy. So check it out. My mother-in-law is telling me, Aaron, three or four cheeseburgers. Well, I said, hold on. You know, like I can do two is good. One, maybe two. You know? And I'm a typical dad. My kids have leftovers. I'll be damned if I let it go to to waste. Oh, that's nice, you nasty thing. Lady in front of me, her Mazda RX-6 just sprinkled something outside the window, probably a booger. Nasty pig. So I'm a nasty pig a little bit. You know, I'm eating my kids friggin' leftovers. You know, I'm not going to let shit go to waste between the dogs and I. Three or four cheeseburgers, hell no. i like one to two cheeseburgers. Uh, At that point in time, I had an epiphany. I said, there's no way that I can keep this up. Yeah, I'm a big guy. Yeah, I require a lot. I, I adapted to the point where... I, I felt that I needed and my body was calling for large meals in order to fuel my lifestyle, which I exercise a lot. I, occupationally, I teach fitness. So I need fuel. My body calls for it and my appetite responds. So the normal for me over the past three decades has been Huge meals, lifting weights, running down friggin' trails, you know, back to, dating back to my Marine Corps days, when we used to get out of the field and was still with cami paint behind our ears and in our eye sockets and ticks all over our body, we would friggin' shit shower and shave and head out to the friggin' Golden Corral or the Shoney's or Whatever the mall eat, friggin' whole pizzas or whole calzones or whole whatever because we had been sustaining our, our, uh, ourselves on MREs, meals ready to eat, these little prepackaged, shitty friggin' food rations for the last week or two. So, it's this is binge eating we're talking about. I, w- I was a binge eater. Uh, fortunately I didn't purge, but this is the most common, I don't know if you knew this, but when people talk about anorexia and uh, uh, bulimia, binge eating is the most common food disorder, eating disorder that we have in America. We're talking about eating too much at a sitting, overeating. That's binge eating. So, anyway, providing a, uh, an antidote to this overeating that we all are guilty of to a degree. I was listening to this podcast the other day on Joe Rogan. Love this dude's podcast. You can watch video podcasts on YouTube from him. He had a dude named Peter Atiyah on. Smart guy. He's a doctor, former surgeon. Now he runs a longevity practice in New York and probably on the West Coast too. He's a former uh, long distance swimmer. So swimming between the Hawaiian Islands swimming the English Channel 25 miles at a clip you know swimming through the, through the day and the night through the currents and the waves and all that shit so his uh, exercise credentials are where they need to be and he's a really smart dude he's talking about the concept of caloric restriction intermittent fasting every 16 hours he eats essentially has two meals a day. If he needs to have a uh, a snack along the way, something smaller, an apple, uh, some green beans, a handful of nuts, then he does. And so I've researched this this concept and it's both safe and effective. uh, I'm going to give it a shot. So for the last three days, I have been eating two meals a day. I have found that uh, around eight o'clock at night, after I eat my evening meal, I will not eat anything, I'll be sleeping, obviously. And the morning comes around, I'll have a cup, cup of coffee, maybe two, maybe a piece of fruit, spoonful of peanut butter, maybe, a lot of water, and then I don't eat again until lunch. And this strategy is working well so far. I feel like I'm less bloated, my energy levels are fine. And I'm certainly consuming a lot less per meal. We'll see how this shakes out, but I want you guys to consider watching that podcast. Once again, Joe Rogan Podcast or J R E with Peter Atia. I think it's A-T-T-I-A. You can learn more about this concept of intermittent fasting. But even if you didn't want to fast, reduction of portion size and um, just the sheer quantity that you're going to eat per meal is of tremendous benefit. And tweaking the quality of the food goes to that saying, but I'm going to say it. Listen, protein sources need to be lean. I'm talking about fish. Poultry, lean meats, nuts, beans, stuff like that. Those are good protein sources. Carbohydrates need to be complex. In other words, vegetables and fruit. No breads, grains, but you can have some. Whole grains and less of them. Fats going to be coming from the vegetables and fruit that you eat. Also, preferably from vegetable sources like olive oil, canola oil, nut oils, these contain preferred types of fats such as uh, monounsaturated, polyunsaturated fats, better for your heart and more, more easily mobilized for energy. So that's how we can tweak it. Shitloads of water, less soft drinks, less fried fast food. That's jammed with addictive food substances, additives such as salt, sugar, and fat. Give it a shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna friggin' give this uh, intermittent fast a fair shake. I'll tell you how I'm going with it. I want to see what you guys think about that podcast. Any sort of. Uh, spring cleaning that you're doing with your anatomy and physiology. Kick ass and take names. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.